Yo, 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 yo. Hello, hello. God dang. Damn. He got that, that, uh, that Mexican bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's up, co-workers? What's up, y'all in the Honda Welcome Civics? Back. How y'all doing today? Honda Civics? Okay. Welcome back to another episode of the We Outside After Work podcast. I am Dana. I'm your boy Aaron, and we got a special guest in the building, Miss Myla Ray. How you doing today? Yes, recording artist. Superstar and artist manager, too. You know, she got a bunch of hats, you know, so um, we definitely want to get into her. We want to talk about her career. Yeah, we're going to get into all your background and Mm -hmm. accolades. But but before we get started with you, um, I just want to give a personal shout out to Dana. Um, I had a very vulnerable moment um, post last show. I had a poetry event, and Dana, she came there to support me. Her and I, she even came yes, to support I me. Yes, I did, and you did a great job. Thank like you, that was the you. first time I ever seen you live. So um, yeah, a lot of his poetry is very like sexual. And I literally see Aaron as like my cousin. <laughs> I don't want to say brother because I have a brother, but just to like hear. That's that worse than a friend online. zone. God damn. <laughs> she went to a family zone. <laughs> it's a great thing. Nah, but anyway, you did a great job. Thank and you, I definitely saw the video. That. So that was dope. She supports everything. So, yeah. yeah, we love guests like this who, like, actually pay attention to us. But if Dana don't mind, I actually want to start our hot takes. Because when we have a guest, we do our hot yes. takes. Break the ice a little bit. Um, during our, our time at the poetry event, it was this, this poem. From a uh, artist named Angie, I believe her name is Angelise. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Shout out to my fave too. Um, and the poem was essentially about a woman going through a breakup, um, and this woman kept hurting her, and hurting her, and hurting her. At the end of the poem, oh, I just remembered it. Yeah, okay. it's okay. I got you back. Um, <laughs> at the end of the poem, she realized that the person that she was breaking up with was, was herself. Her old self. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah, snap for us, snap for us. <laughs> yeah. Um very I, poetic. Um I don't know if we'll tag or anything. I got her Instagram and everything. If she potentially comes on the show, mm-hmm. yeah, she we'll definitely, definitely reach out to her. She yeah. was, she was definitely a dope artist. Yeah. But Myla Ray, mm-hmm. um, have you ever had to break up with yourself? Ooh, yes. Um Yes. Tell me about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what what you do? What Give what you have to tell yourself? Some tea, some um so before Myla Ray came. Um, there was there was a person named Misha. Misha is my birth name. That's okay. who I know. <laughs> right, that's that's the one you knew from the sandbox. Um, so Misha, you know, Misha was the neighborhood girl, the neighborhood friend. You know, everybody knew of Misha. She wasn't much so popular, but you know, because of her brothers, because of her activities as far as playing basketball and just being around, everybody mm-hmm. knew Misha. Um, and you know, with everybody knowing Misha, you know, you also get the attention mm-hmm. from men that you necessarily don't get from, like, your dad, you know? Okay. Because like, I lived with my, only my mom. Okay. And I had two brothers. Mm. So, you know, as a young girl, we all get lost when you don't have a father who's going to tell you, you know, watch out for these type of boys, watch out for this. And then, you know, you have brothers who are all in the same age bracket as you. They mm-hmm. growing up. They they learning They're girls. Learning and well. you seeing how they treating the girls. And you'd be yeah. like, you know, you think somewhat that's how you're supposed to be treated mm-hmm. at a point, right? And there was a time where I met someone who was like, essentially after growing and finding ourselves and myself, he was reminding me of my father, and which made me really, really liked him at that moment. Mm-hmm. And 
was he was he a good option though or was it more so because you had that connection to your dad he was showing you an unhealthy way to be loved and you kind of held on to it because it felt like a father figure Mm. So I felt like I didn't have really a, had a connection with my dad. I had a disconnection with my dad. Mm. Okay. So I think what made me connected with the guy was because of the disconnection with my father. It felt like y'all plugged into right. each other because of that. Exactly. Trauma bonding. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then when he's trauma, when he's trauma with things that's going on mm-hmm. in his life with the females in his life, yeah. it's like we both are not understanding that how, we're hurting how each old other. Were you? So this happened, I want to say college, um, through through my transition of going through, um, you know, obviously that, that part of your life where you don't know what you want to do, mm-hmm. um, you're lost, you know, you're trying to follow what everybody's telling you to do. You got to go to school after college. I mean, you have to go to college after you graduated high school. Right. Um, but to get back to, like, you know, as I'm soul searching, as I'm trying to find who I who I think I am, my identity at that time, um, you know, that lost little girl was fighting for a presence of a man. Mm. And once I understood that this presence of a man is not the idea of what God wants for me, I understand that, okay, so now it's time to let go. Mm-hmm. And then it came to a point where, okay, I don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then things was happening. Like cheating, um, fighting girls, mm-hmm. um, going to jail. <laughs> okay, that like, escalated oh, quickly. Quickly, <laughs> zero to one hundred, yeah. real quick. Jesus, um. but I just, I do want to just give you grace and say that's dope that you mm-hmm. did realize and recognize that that wasn't okay, it and wasn't. that's not what love is, mm-hmm. and you chose yourself. Absolutely. So I think that's always important. And on top of that, she chose to distance herself from herself because she had to learn from herself, Mm -hmm. right? It was herself who taught her that this wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, shout out to you for for breaking through. Um, And if if I could just make this a little personal, if y'all don't mind. Um, Dana has a really close relationship with her dad, right? Yeah, he um, just texted me asking me if I was coming over <laughs> to the house this weekend. I'm like, I got a live show tomorrow. Now, <laughs> now from, because obviously a lot of relationships stem upon women with daddy issues mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that, right? That people love to like throw at a woman when she struggles with men. Not saying that she's struggling with men. That's not what this is yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes to a positive relationship with your dad, does that set the tone and the blueprint for the men in your life? It does, because I do have other family members, Mm -hmm. cousins, who they did not have a positive role model or a father figure in their lives. And it does usually show, Mm because my family, they do have a lot of strong women, like they're intelligent, Mm -hmm. they they do have that that self-confidence, but whenever it came down to a man, that's when things fell short. Mm -hmm. And then they always like had a cycle of dealing with men who they wanted to take care of and like Mm -hmm. build up, Mm -hmm. but not realizing that this person was also bringing you down and stunting your, your growth and your success. So seeing that firsthand growing up, like I knew early that like my dad was something that I didn't want to take for granted Mm -hmm. and I always appreciated him. And he always made sure that I had everything I needed and then some, including the love and showing me like what is okay and not okay. But as far as my parents' relationship, like they're not the ideal mm-hmm. like couple. Like mm-hmm. they were never married. 
And seeing them also made me realize what I didn't want Mm -hmm. in, in like, a relationship and, like, seeing how toxic they were together. But, like, as a father figure, like, he definitely was, like, top tier and did his best. And it's it's important to note, like, we all come from very different situations, backgrounds, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing is perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom's situations, my dad's situations, rest his soul, um... It's not perfect, and it's okay. And it's okay to learn from situations. Like, I used to try to avoid the father that I had, Mm -hmm. you know, try to, like, see all his shortcomings and try to, like, actively not be that. Mm -hmm. Then I realized, like, I'm exactly that. Mm -hmm. And it's things that I'm learning from that. And instead of trying to escape it, try to continue to learn from it. Because you have to go through it. Like, you have to first Mm -hmm. recognize where the issues are and accept it. Mm Because in order to move forward, you do have to accept your flaws. So, um, and I do just want to add with my dad... Um, that's why I hold myself to a certain standard, especially I was going, when I was it comes. Use that word, especially definitely. when it comes to men, because mm-hmm. like I've mentioned on plenty of other episodes, where like I don't just accept what you give me if it's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Like if you're giving me like half-ass bullshit. I'm not making excuses. Like, I'm literally taking it for what it is Mm -hmm. and being like, all right, bet this is how you're treating me when I treat myself as a queen and, like, people in my life see me as such, so why the fuck would I take less than from you? Listen, as a dad, as a dad... (laughs) But the the father figures. As a dad to a daughter, you are a standard. Yeah. um, Yes. Me being a a girl dad, me being a girl dad, shout out to my baby, Nori. Um, It makes a big difference of how... You know, I want to navigate around women. You know, I want to navigate as a visual representation of what love is supposed to look like. I was going to ask you a question specifically Mm -hmm. for that, because I did mention how, like, my parents' relationship was something that Mm -hmm. I didn't want, but my dad is still, like, a great dad. Mm -hmm. So for you, I know you do have multiple baby mothers, right? (laughs) Multiple? First off, we don't use baby mama. We call them mothers of our children. Okay, my bad. (laughs) Mothers of your children, right? So you have two. So Mm -hmm. with that being said, when it comes to your daughter, like, Mm -hmm. what does that look like when she gets to a point where, like, she starts asking those kind of questions? Like, well, why does Mm -hmm. my brother have Mm -hmm. another mom? Well, I'm a big proponent of honesty. You know, it's no need to, to sugarcoat it. Don't live the life that I live. Live the life that I'm trying to help you to get. Um, because me looking at trying to avoid shit or trying to live somebody else's life, I'm never going to anyway. So right. let me just give you the right guidance. And the thing about being a child is you going to do what the fuck you want to do anyway. My job is to simply put you in a place to do the right. Yeah. My grandfather, we talk about him all the time. When I was going through my situation with Jaden's mom, his whole thing was... I'm just going to give you the guidance. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to listen. Mm-hmm. Now, if my I were to listen. My all the time. She's <laughs> like, I'm here because I have life experience. Yeah. So I want to give my, um, what does she call this? Like, Damn, her, we have a therapy. They are. <laughs> After work. Right. Okay. Literally. Today's Friday. But, um, yeah, my grandma says, like, I want my future generations to not have to go through the shit that I've been through. Because my, my grandma, she, mm-hmm. she went through a lot of abuse from, mm. like, her spouse, her parents. So she still holds on to that. Mm -hmm. But she sees the different relationships that, um, like, her grandchildren have cultivated and, like, had children with these kind of people. And sometimes she sticks back and she's like, damn, like, I thought I was the example to show you this is what not to do. But then I do sometimes, like, I do give my grandma advice at times. Mm -hmm. 
And I do tell her, I'm like, you can only guide us and you can only tell us, you know, things that you feel like is best. But like you said, it takes the person to actually like live that life and go through their own journey. Mm -hmm. You can tell Dana is really into this conversation. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) (laughs) But to to round out the whole conversation of breaking up with ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, I think we all essentially express that. Like Mm -hmm. we had to grow through a lot of things. Um, yeah, Dana you gotta through grow her. through shit to mm-hmm. go through shit. Damn, that's a bar. <laughs> it is, right? Title yeah. of the episode. I'm out here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that might be. Okay, let's lighten up the, the vibes because this always gets real deep. So, the second hot takes question, mm-hmm. and um, Aaron actually came up with this. Like, was it yesterday? It was yesterday, last okay. night. He put this on his story, and he I was like, so. Right. I was like, oh, <laughs> we gotta talk about this. So the question is, and we all have to do it, like mm-hmm. right okay. now. So it says, what is the craziest name you have saved oh, for someone that. in your phone? <laughs> I definitely saw that. I definitely was looking like, yeah, let so me see if I can participate. You going first. <laughs> me? Yeah. Oh, man. You can pull out your phone. I posted Let's mine, see. so I can tell y'all. Okay, then tell yours. Mine is that bitch from work. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I could, first off, I don't use the word bitch. That's not my yeah, thing, we don't right? Like that. Um, Respect. Shout us. out, shout out to Lashawn uh, when we was on his podcast. Dana, I have my thoughts. Is that, wait, is that the person yeah. name? No, 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 no. Not to expose. Lashawn, not no bitch. He, a, he a good dude. Yeah, he was on episode what four? <laughs> episode something like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is why do you have work. her say? I was gonna say why you. No, I cannot. Like, she she literally repulses me. When I, this is when I worked at Target though, but she still saved in my phone. Okay. Um, but she used to just make me want to throw up. Like just thinking about her and the liquor is just ready to come up. What like, did she do to you? She's just a, a bitch. Like, <laughs> did she do bitchy stuff to you? She, like, like when I'm not at work, she would do shit like take pictures of my team doing like bullshit and like blaming on me. To like, have, like motherfucker, receipts? I'm not there. Yeah, like. Oh, wow. Just, Mm-mm. She's like a snitch at work. Yikes. Fucking the little nigga from recess. That's the fuck she was. Okay. So, all right, I'll let you go. Oh, she took a screenshot. Right. Yeah, she got like, a few. I got a few. I didn't even realize I have don't answer. Fuck boy. Damn. <laughs> I got, um, let me They blocked? Yeah, they blocked. <laughs> Mine aren't blocked. <laughs> Mine are blocked. So, all right. Mine, like, I have a few. So, one is nope. So N O P E, just because. With an exclamation or not? No exclamation. <laughs> but whenever he hits me up, I'll be like, I know, nope. Like okay. whatever you're talking about ain't that important. And then another one, I only have two to be honest. So the other one is has a girlfriend in quotes. Damn. Yeah. But the funniest part is they really scrolling through their shit. <laughs> <laughs> This particular person, we don't talk at all, but the way we ended our whatever it was, like it was it was like a friendship slash sort of kind of situationship, sort of kind of like we'll see how this goes. But they ended up telling me that they have their attention on another woman mm. and they mm. potentially want to talk to her. So I was like, okay, bet. So then I saved his name as, like, has a girlfriend in quotes <laughs> and then he still kept hitting me up. Yeah, because we don't... So it's like, I, but that helped Ain't me not that. respond. <laughs> I didn't respond because I'm like, what the See, fuck are we talking about? That's that's the problem. Women want honesty, but they don't want you to be honest. No. So we want oh. honesty, but we can react how we want to react. So give us that choice. 
Yeah, but that's why we don't be honest. Why not? Because y'all not going to react how we want y'all to react to the honesty. Yeah. See, I can't agree. <laughs> wow. I can't agree to that. Reasons why I can't agree to that because you guys say that y'all don't care about the mm-hmm. information, but once you find out the information, you guys go crazy. Yeah. Like, so you can't, it's like the same way. What, like, the, you can't the sit there and say, the, the guys. Like, yeah. even if the, like they, if you say to the guy, mm-hmm. okay, well, just keep it real. Don't matter about how I react or whatever the case may be. And then mm-hmm. the guy say, all right, well, tell me what's up. All right, so we're going to go there. Mm-hmm. Make no, sure they that can't handle it. They can't, they handle, can't it. handle it. And that is crazy to me. You know what that sounds like? They don't have that a vagina. That is crazy to me. I that's heard a, that's why. That's like, how... having a uterus just makes you... <laughs> we supposed to take all the bullets, huh? Yeah. No, but it makes us, like, mentally and, like, emotionally stronger. Like, that's, like, a thing. Okay. Like, a, it's science. <laughs> you don't think Thank so? You, it's the bullshit. But you know what that sound like to it's me? Science. It sound like some shit you would put in a song. You know, it sound like some shit that you would want to sing about and express to the world for the world to okay. see. Is that the type of stuff you write about? <laughs> I sure about? do. She got a couple I love sure songs. do. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> I sure yeah, so, do. <laughs> so let's get into you as an artist, you know. Um, tell us about yourself. Man. All right, so... Um, Go back into us breaking up with ourselves, right? Yeah. So throughout that time, me breaking up with myself, I decided to just pack my shit. Ooh. Oh, can we curse on here? You can. Mm-hmm. Okay. I decided that. <laughs> but just pack. not that much because his grandfather watches. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I think he curse more than me. <laughs> hey, Grandpa. Um, but still. No, he ain't single. That looks like I'm going to So I moved to Atlanta. Mm. Um. You know, I had an aunt out there. Like, that's like, you know, you got that one ride or die aunt. Like, mm-hmm. bring your stuff and let's go. Yeah, yeah I got my girl coming to Atlanta. <laughs> so I packed my stuff up one day um, after I just had, like, a mental breakdown and was just like, listen, I got my degree from my mother. I felt like I accomplished that for a single mom. She got two kids through college. Like, here, mom, this yours. Mm-hmm. Now it's about me. I'm taking my time back. I want to just do what I want to do. Okay. I got in my car, drove down to Atlanta got to my aunt's house. Then my aunt was like, all right, I'm giving you two days to cry it out and figure it out. (laughs) So I was like, okay. And in those two days, um, honestly, like, my cousin was the one who, who, like, pulled me back towards music. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, yo, I got this friend that got an in-house studio. He he do beats. He's real dope. I want you to just go and just vibe out. Did you always have the passion for music? Was that, like, a... So I didn't realize I had a passion for music because I was always denied with music. And what I mean by that, like when I was in high school, I auditioned for plays and I would be like the second, the second runner. Like I would be the backup to the main. Mm -hmm. And I remember one year, my freshman year at Union, we went for this play called Aida. And I will never forget this day. Can I shout out? That's my girl. She's my girl, too. I love her. I love her. We're going to shout her out. But it's my time. She's not on the show. Look, but no, I'm kidding, though. Um, And we went out. I went out for this play. And mind you, you know, uh, a couple of kids from the neighborhood, you know, everybody had their own little cliques. Um, We always used to sing. And um, this one girl, shout out to Zodi. I love Mm -hmm. you, Zodi. Zodi dad used to always gather the girls in the neighborhood. In the Scooby-Doo band. Scooby-Doo van. <laughs> because he was a tennis coach. So, like, he used oh, to have a... It was this big-ass green van. Oh, like, it was just a green van. <laughs> okay. Shout-out shout out to Hot because Hot kept the girls out the streets. And that was, like, you know, definitely a father That's figure. That's a great dad. That that was definitely yeah. a great father mm-hmm. figure for me um, growing up as a youth as well. But, yes, yeah, so um, we used to have singing sessions in her basement. You know, we always used to sing Beyonce. We always thought we was Destiny Child. Um, <laughs> even her sister. We all, Like, everybody used to just 
sing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Freshman year, we went out for a play. It was called Aida. She auditioned, I auditioned, we all auditioned. And her and this girl named Jaleesa, they both got, like, the star roles. Like, okay. she was the backup to... Zodi won the, the the lead road and Jaleesa was the backup to Zodi. And at that point, I just felt like, uh, I gotta wait till she graduate. Because <laughs> she already got this stuff hands down made. Like, I gotta wait for my turn. Right. So I waited anyway. And then my senior year, I went out for the play. Um, I think they was doing Cinderella or something like that. And I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And I just honestly felt like, nah, this is my year. Like, yeah. I was going to get this. Yeah. And at that moment, I was like, man, bump this. Basketball is my thing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like. And then it came back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, it just came back out of nowhere. And then my cousin was like, we was in the room. He put on some beats. And I was just like, he was like, yo, just right where you at right now. Like, don't care about nothing else. Just write exactly where you at, what you've been through. And then I just started writing. Then I came up with the song Cheat Code. <laughs> oh, I just heard that. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. I added that to the uh, outline. So yes. let's listen to that song then, since you just brought it up. Right. So she that's actually, excited. yes, because I didn't think you would talk about a song that I just listened to. <laughs> yeah. So I love, I love Cheat Code and Instagram Post It. Oh, my yeah. brother loved that song too. He stay having his kids like singing it out. Yeah. So with the song Cheat Code, it seemed very vulnerable and mm. very, very personal very as personal. I was listening to it. Because I am a very like in tune person, like very self aware. So mm-hmm. sounds and stuff like that, like it it like triggers that inside of me. So listen to that listening to that, I was like, Oh, this is deep. Mm-hmm. So um one thing I wanna mention is you did talk about like loving yourself mm-hmm. and testing out people before you call them friends. Mm-hmm. Was this coming from like a personal place? And if so, do you want to talk about that? We could talk about it. All right, we can talk about it. Girl, this is, <laughs> this is five years of healing. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody's gonna watch this right. like and hit you up like, why the fuck you bringing up out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what was that situation that sparked the song? Okay. So like I said, you know, we go zero to a hundred when I said about the. By beating up girls and going to jail mm-hmm. and doing all this other extra stuff. Okay. Um, to get a little bit into my life, um, there was a situation where when I was in Atlanta, um, I was trying to leave my ex behind. You know, we tried to do the whole breaking up thing, but, you know, still we had communications. We still was talking, you know, mm-hmm. still trying to mend and apologize. Not <laughs> Right, that's the that's the cut to it dry, but you know, I'm trying to make it a little more yeah. airy and nice. <laughs> but yeah, spin the block again. But anyway, um, you know, like just trying to apologize and try to I guess like make amends to the hurt that has transpired within the five years of us being together through mm-hmm. college. Because five years is a it's long time. A long time, time mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And my friend at the time, what I thought was my friend, you know, we kept in conversation and I was letting her know the things that I was doing because at the time, again, when I was in Atlanta, I was, I, I decided to do music. So I was on Grown Up Hip Hop. I was doing um, red carpets, interviewing. I got into okay, media. Celebrity. Right. Like I was just doing like so many different things. When I got to Atlanta, I just started networking. Cause you but know, that's, you, I heard that's like the, the community and like how it girl, is. I love it. It's like, I love it. They embrace like, at that time. Like I was so in, I was so embraced. Mm-hmm. Um, people was just like pulling me in, networking me with this person, this I person. And what the difference between, and not to like go off of what we we're talking about, 
But to be honest to everybody, the difference between why they say Jersey don't support Jersey, because Atlanta, they actually pull you. And we talked like, about that on They actually pull you in. Okay. Like, when I come up here and I'm like, yo, um, I know you got this thing. I like to do, I like to give out interviews like that. If you have a show, I'm willing to do interviews to artists, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I'll hit you up. And I'm not going to talk about nobody. But they know, actually mean it. But it, no, I'm talking about up here. Oh, in they, Jersey. Okay, yeah, like yeah. you have those conversations to connect those dots. And they just be like, yeah, yeah, I got you. And it's like, never hit you up, never, mm. like, you know. Well, the We Outside After Work podcast, we definitely we won't bring you We're going to talk to them. Okay, you know we I mean? just invited her to the live show tomorrow. Yes. Invite <laughs> only. Sorry, coworkers. <laughs> All right, my bad. But still, no, like, um, so, yes, in Atlanta, is more embraced. They embrace you more. They definitely pull you in um, when you have potential and you have that go-getter mentality. Um, so, yes, shout out to Atlanta. I, I love Atlanta. So um, when you were down there and your ex-boyfriend was up here, you had a friend that I'm guessing was, that was up here. Slide in so, his... yeah, she slide in. She slide. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how she Tried slide was she was pulling out information for me. So Ooh, she, um, she was a double agent. Yes. Dang. So it was like, you know, and then I was trying to put two and two, like, well, how you know what I got going on? Because mm-hmm. I'm we having conversations about, like, hey, how you been? Da, da, da. We keeping it real ABC. So now you hitting me and throwing little subliminals about, like, oh, I heard you went to the Rick Ross. It's still on my Instagram page, because so I'm going to forever hold that picture. But I was at the Rick Ross mansion pool party annual, you know, <laughs> living okay. my best she life. Her <laughs> <laughs> and he was just, like, asking, like, you know, how did you get there? Who you know? Da, da, da. And I'm just like, you this know. This is your ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. Okay. And I'm just giving it, like, keeping it cute. Mm-hmm. But my homegirl, you're not telling her to spill. Like, girl, like, yeah. this is you're what. You're giving her the, the real. The real. Information, right? And she was just like telling him. She's going back to telling him. Fucking it up for everybody. Telling him. So one time, um, there was a movie premiere happening that he was in. Um, He started doing this acting thing, and I came up on a surprise to like just to support, like Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Again, we were still cordial, keeping friendship conversations going. Um, When I went to the premiere. You know, as a woman, you just start scoping. Yeah. Like, you could just sit back you and just I'm not, I'm not in this conversation. Like, I don't right. know how to scope. You can see, right. You know like, you know. Yeah. And I'm just, like, sure. sitting back, just watching, just, like. Just observing. Just observing. Yes. He don't even know that I'm there. Oh, he doesn't know that Like, no. Like, okay. you know, he don't even know. He know I had a ticket, but he okay. didn't know what show I was showing up to. Mm. So I was, like, just watching. So I'm, like, I'm going to keep quiet and cute. Yeah. I watched a little movie, you know. That's cute. So he didn't even know you were there when the movie was playing? Oh, wow. Okay. So I was, like, it was cute. You, you know, whatever. So, had, what did you see? Like, what did you observe? <laughs> what she want to see? <laughs> we I'm try to, I'm trying to keep it cute. <laughs> we outside. We outside. All I'm trying to figure out is why wouldn't everybody get the laughing? They always laugh at me. Right, yeah, you. Because you're the only guy here. Right. So we're directing it towards you. Yeah, they all be like, you're Dana, he has. No, go ahead. But yeah, so. Because I feel like you observed something. And I'm a tourist. My birthday was yesterday. Shout out to me. Okay. Happy birthday. It's okay. It's okay. But you know, as a tourist, as an earth sign, like for me, I just feel like we watch and see everything. We watch like how everybody moves. We're 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 more connected to Earth than any other sign. That's just how I feel. Okay. And I'm just watching, like you know, I'm watching the gestures. I'm watching how the pictures are being taken. I'm watching. You could tell when someone's on a date. Like you could just Ooh. tell when someone is just like flaunting, like you know, yeah, like. What's so up? He, so his he hand was, was on he that, was that there back with somebody, dimple, you feel me? Or like, 
is this still the one friend we're talking about? Yes. It's okay. Still. Shit. It's okay. Still. So it's still. she's there on right. him, mm-hmm. taking pictures taking like pictures. this is my girl. Like this. Is, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, not not him because he's 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 very like flirtatious spirit anyway. Okay. So it's more mm, like I don't even you can... know what that's like. <laughs> that's you. Okay. <laughs> like so, it's more like you know her movements, like ah, you know, like okay. so. Did she tell me she was gonna be there? That she was going trifling. Nope. She and her friend. So, and mind you, let me tell you something. Because let me tell you how 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 the universe always work in my favor Girl, as a, as a Taurus. So I'm this all happened. About universe talk. So what's up? This happened on a Friday, right? And okay. mind you, I hit her up to let her know I was coming in town from that for that week, right? Uh-huh. So she, we've been trying to like get up all week, but okay. I'm like, you know. Obviously, things just been happening. I've been doing other stuff. (laughs) I've been doing other things. So, like, you know, and then I had a um, a appearance at a club because this is when I was getting, um, I was getting booking fees. Like, people was booking me to appear at clubs and stuff. Okay. So, I let her know, like, I'm doing a walkthrough at a club. You know, she could come with me, whatever. So, we was planning on going out the next night. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next night after the the premiere. After the premiere. After okay. she was slobbing on it. So, <laughs> so she went ghost. Really? She went ghost. I didn't hear from her. I'm calling her. I'm like, girl, where you at? Like, I'm yeah. here at the club. Like, you know, come on, let's go, whatever. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard nothing. And I know she live alone, so I know, like, you know, I want to make sure she good. Like, right. make sure nothing happens. Yeah. So I go to her house after after and I was drunk. Uh-huh. But again, I'm a tourist yeah. and I felt the earth talking to me. You felt it. You I felt, felt the earth it. talking Someone to me. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, that shit was quick and I motherfucking quaking. So I drove to her house. It okay. was like maybe two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Oh, wow. So here I am in That's the a car. Real That's a real pull up. Okay. So here I am in the car and I'm just like calculating like Mish why are you really here though mm-hmm. like what is it that you're trying to confirm mm-hmm. and I said to myself I really want to know if what I saw the day before is true mm-hmm. so I'm driving I'm like okay I don't see his car I'm bugging let me go home girl I turn right bam his what do car. I see right there on that corner it's his car. Oh my god! And I, you know, his sense, everything just started coming into my cars. I'm like, this is his car. Yeah. And then I'm looking around, I'm like, oh, because he used to do like lift and stuff like that. He took like all his lift stuff off the car. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, so you should have to disguise your car, because I know your license plate, because I was with you when you bought that car. So yeah, like, I know the license plate you to know. your car. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, he here. So now what? <laughs> what do you want to so, do? We, we don't want to get into what you did. We're right. going to stop it at there because this is about you. This ain't about uh, this is, the trauma. This is, this is good. But, like, let's get back into Going to Chico. Yeah. So that was the the moment the that moment. sparked Chico. this song. Listen, okay. Dana loved that song to the point where she was ready to talk about it. And clearly, she got everything she wanted out of that song. Know. It just sounds so vulnerable. I was like, something Thank had to happen. You. But yeah. it was a dope-ass song. So I'm going to put her link to her music and stuff like underneath this video mm-hmm. so y'all Thank can you. check it out. Um, another song I want to get into, and we can actually get into another topic because I have strong feelings about this. Mm-hmm. And the uh, song is Instagram Post-It. Mm-hmm. And from what I got from listening to this song was when you're in a relationship and you're with someone, like you want to be shown off. Like you want them to post you on Instagram. Especially when you're a baddie. Okay? And you just want <laughs> to feel like, oh, they're proud to be with you. Especially when you're a baddie. Yeah. So, like, Unless you don't have an Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram, you don't have to post. Everyone has a fucking Instagram. Everyone doesn't have an they Instagram. They do. And if they're saying they don't, they're lying. Burner accounts. You don't have to post on the burner. The Finsta. Yeah. So, 
Back to you. <laughs> he play all day. I know. <laughs> so um, when it comes to this song specifically, uh-huh. was this like a different relationship where Mm-mm. like you felt it's like it's the same relationship? I was I, with the that same whole guy. Album, okay. All the songs that I put out was all from chapter one of my mm. life, and that okay. was that one relationship that I spent. I was with him for five years, but I spent eight years dealing with him. So mm. that album and all those music that I posted was literally mm-hmm. that those moments of like just that time of my life mm-hmm. and if I can interject as a writer what I what's the easiest thing for me to write about is the shit that hits the hardest right now I don't typically go through like breakups and heartbreak and stuff like that those be the best but songs that too. is so easy to write about because mm-hmm. it's constantly on your mind so when you hear those type of albums especially albums because albums tell that whole story mm-hmm. like it'll go from point a to point z like or summer zero walker's to song that mm-hmm. was actually what put her on the map yeah that first song because it's real album. What was and it you called? can feel it well the first song that came out was girls need love yeah and then that, drake right. hopped on it and then drake hopped on it that made it go viral well she was always viral off youtube okay so then that, she put that song out and then drake kind of like co-signed it mm-hmm. right and then her album her first album was um it was the one with the pink background. Yeah, and her with her head down. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Either I know way, what some though, of them like, song. Her her music is just so relatable. It's toxic though, mm-hmm. low key, <laughs> because she's talking about like all these breakups and then what happened with like London on the track and all of that. So we felt like we was literally like in the group chat, mm-hmm. right? Like going through it with her. Mm-hmm. So back to what Aaron was saying, like, do you feel like it is super easy to just talk about breakups and let it let it out in a musical way? Or do you prefer, like, to hold it in and, you know, just go through it Um, personally? Like, now, yes. Like, like right now I'm wearing a hat of managing artists. And right now, like, that's where I'm at teaching them is, like, you got to get to a point where you, like, right now you happy. So your music is going to reflect you wanting to be turned up, you want to be conceited, you want to be confident. But what about those people that are not happy right now? Like, you have to know how to shift. You got to know how to, all right, well, I'm going to put out that mm-hmm. turn-up music where we could all twerk and girls could get ready to. But then what about those girls that are just riding in their car one night and just want to go for a ride to McDonald's? Yeah. So what's your process when you was in that? Like, how did you pivot? So, again, so being in the room in the dark, <laughs> writing to mm-hmm. just beats and stuff like that, um, you just got to, like, for me, I just had to come out of that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, once you, once I understood, like, it was therapy, to be honest, just to get it out, just to people to hear my side to it. Um, I always felt like I had to prove a point. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always that person, and that's hence to, like, why I always used to fight when I was younger, because I always felt like, nah, ain't nobody about to do that to me. Ain't nobody about to talk to me crazy. Anybody? Mm-hmm. So, like, even as a woman, it's like, ain't a woman about to make me look crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even though he got, he doing what he want to do, don't come thinking, like, I'm going to stand for it. Like, you mm-hmm. know? Um... So it's just more so like just trying to, like when it comes to that writing, it's just trying to like come come out of those feelings and try to like okay let's let's talk about when I am happy, mm-hmm. and and it's it's definitely what you feel when that beat come on, you could picture what's going on mm-hmm. and then just start writing to it, like okay. even with poetry with mm-hmm. you right yeah. like if you were just in your zone it's like you could picture what story you about to poet about. 
So mm-hmm. so you have to like visually see it. For and me, I'm a visual learner, period. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a visceral guy. Like I write how I'm feeling, like how me uh, Myla Ray, sorry. Do you know her name? How she was talking Myla about like, <laughs> like I'm a I'm a super, super visceral guy. So I have to be forced out of that area to really write it. Now, I could write it, mm-hmm. but when I'm feeling something mm-hmm. and I'm in that moment and I'm in that mold, it's just flow. And it's a different, mm-hmm. like when you sing, you can hear emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's some singers, like I'm pretty sure Beyonce has gotten to a point where she can hit a high note and just be a high note. But when she had that Lemonade album and mm-hmm. she was talking about that shit with Jay Z, like, it felt different. Like, it felt yeah. real. Yeah, it came from, like, a real place. Mm-hmm. So um, let's actually get into you managing artists because mm-hmm. that is something that you do now. Yep. Do you still, like, you still put out your own music while managing artists? And what also got you into managing artists? So, no. Um, a lot of people have been, like, ask me, all right, when the music coming out? When you doing music? When you doing mm-hmm. music? Stuff like that. So, like, right now, where I'm at, because I'm a mom now, oh. I got a two-year-old. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. <laughs> That's like two weeks. Well, thank when the show come out, it's going to be like a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, like, right now, where I'm at is, like, because I was let's say what, 20, 22 at the time where I was navigating through the music industry, right? Um, I saw the dark spots, I saw the light spots, I saw like what would really make me pop, I saw what I wasn't gonna stand for. Like, you know, you see a lot of things. Like, you mm-hmm. just, like, you know when you could go viral. And I'm a, and that's like a marketing thing that I tell my artists. Like, you know when you, like when you make a video, you could feel when that video is going like to go they viral. they know that moment. Like, you know that yeah. moment. And there are other times where it's like, it could be just you just being yourself that can go viral, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I always use this, like, 6ix9ine, uh, right? He, he's a tourist like me. Okay. And he know, <laughs> he know that it took colorful hair, him acting crazy, going at other people, trolling, like, you know what I'm saying, to gather the attention from people all mm-hmm. out to help him in his music career to go Great. viral. And I just know for myself, like, I'm cool with my music just being in movies. I'm cool with my music just being in commercials. I'm cool with my music just circulating different ads and stuff okay, like that. Come on, Humble like I'm Blacks. cool with that. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I know that even now being a mom, yeah, I don't want my daughter. I don't want to have to come off undressed to make it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, so, and, and I'm, I'm be, I'll be fighting with it though. So I'm much. trying to tell you, I'll be yeah. fighting with it. Don't listen. I ain't a saint, y'all. Yeah, Co-workers, I, I, I'm not a saint. I don't think, I don't think you have to be a saint. I'm not a saint. <laughs> I just want to add to that. Prior to doing this podcast, people have told me, like, they have asked me, like, "Yo, have you ever thought of being like an Instagram model?" And my response has always been no, because I know that, like, I have an intellect that can get me further than, like, having my clothes off. Because I got a nice body, I go to the gym, but for the most part, these Instagram models are half naked. And then when it comes to the attention they get, now it's like a drug, right? Mm. Like, they constantly Mm. want that. And you constantly are now, like doing more, more to get that attention and but it's like how far how far can you go <laughs> but what about to get the flip to that side? point what 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 if you can be an instagram model and redefine it like instead of being that instagram model that's ass naked and shaking ass and twerking and doing all this salacious shit why you can't just be a different model of dana you get me like 
Because I think that's a possibility. Well, I don't want to be a model, period. <coughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, if, but, if, if the opportunity is there and you know it's but profitable. But the society we live in, when it, comes to, when it comes to sex, we now, like, mm -hmm. everything is so super sexualized, exactly. right? With all the due podcast, respect. With all due respect, the they're going to want to have sex Instagram. with you with clothes on. Either way, True. it's like it comes down to your own morals. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, well, should I be ass naked on, online because I know I'm going to get. It's not even about mm -hmm. the money at this point. I think it's just the attention. I don't think I've ever seen Lori Harvey naked. I don't think I've mm. seen her in bathing But she's suits. known for dating men. I get that. And then when people hear her talk, it's like, oh, I didn't know she speaks. But I've never heard her say anything <laughs> sexual, right? But the premise is... Look at is, her family, though. She comes from a family that's well-known in the in the mm -hmm. celebrity world. But like she has money from her father. She's desirable because she has this 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 aura Right. So no matter what you do, if you're that person that the Internet wants to see, you're going to be a sex symbol. Like you're going to be an Instagram. Yeah, model. But then it's, it's also like, well, how much are you going to give? Because mm -hmm. then at least the on only she does. She does take uh, um, bathing suit mm -hmm. shoots. Yeah, I don't really follow her yeah. that often. So, but like then they go into the only fans. Right. And right. Then it's like you're making millions of dollars, but you're still doing something mm -hmm. sexual. Everything is sexualized when it comes to mm -hmm. media. I'm I'm sorry, it's mm -hmm. the truth. Like, even with okay, let's look at Lizzo, right? Lizzo her be sexualized, but she be doing it herself. <laughs> like, but that's but the trend. Still, it's, it's a trend. Like, it's it's still even like okay, let's talk about the old heads. Escape, Tiny, and uh, who else be? Uh, what's the other the one? The new face, uh, Tiny, or the old face, Tiny? Oh my God, <laughs> he is crazy. <laughs> Tiny, I love you. I don't know about if she if she ever watches. This, we love you. But like my whole point is, I know that I don't want to reach that level because mm -hmm. then I'll be addicted to being naked online. And exactly. like you said, Malaray, like then it's like, well, when you have kids, that it will affect them at some point in mm -hmm. life. So like, how does that look? And how, what conversations are you gonna have? Nah, I definitely understand. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not arguing that. You know, I just I just think that women in general are so much more like the beauty is obviously in the eye of the beholder like don't let the internet corrupt what you yeah, think facts. is attractive and it's hard at this point it like, is it's very hard to just still be yourself and be like your um authentic self without falling into that trap of like oh this girl's getting all this attention because she do got a bbl she got her lips done and it's like no you have to build that like love for yourself first mm -hmm. off the internet but see i think we need to quantify what that attention actually is because in real life <clears throat> niggas ain't checking for no bbl it's them niggas who ain't getting no females that's checking for like do you yeah, even we want that do, attention we can do a deep dive about that but because you know we, got we are we are getting to the end of the episode this went hella quick like i it do did. want i love it yeah this was fun <laughs> so we have one last topic that i want to ask you is being outside because we are on the we outside at the work podcast yes so this summer what does being outside look like to you so honestly, um, for me this summer, I'm gonna get into. Um, I've been dealing with talking with life coaches. I've been dealing with um, therapists um, and just like my parents and mm -hmm. my aunts and everybody, just trying to get my head straight um, because I'm trying to keep my investment smart. So this summer is all about trying to get a multifamily. Like I'm trying to make investments mm -hmm. so that way I can take those money and I put it towards my artist. I was just on a webinar artists. for that last night. See, 
girl. We need to connect. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to, you know, because I want to, I want to take my artists and I want them to, I want to like, this is what I really want to do. Like I so want to like manage artists. The house, yeah, like, I want to like, like show them different stuff yes. and like what they can have. Yes, I love that. And I want to get my first multifamily this summer, and then the money that I get for my multifamily when it becomes a success, because it will, it will, okay. and I'm gonna buy another one. Okay. Generational wealth. Okay. Yes. Um, I want to put it into my artists, and I want to, and I want to, like, I took my artist. Um, shout out to Shakira Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, as my own personal project, and I want to see, like, you know, if I was to commit to this one thing, where would it be in five years? Mm-hmm. Mm, you sound like me. So that's what I want to do. <laughs> She's my baby. She's my project. <laughs> shout out to Shakira. Love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, we're not gonna. Do you want to answer the question of what outside looks like to us? Because we already said that. Um, I, I'm gonna give a, a quick little synopsis though, because okay. you know, outside. Obviously, last week I talked about it being real family oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to get outside for my damn self too. You mm-hmm. know, I want to kind of like tighten this, you know, sexy ass body up. You feel me? <laughs> like, you gonna get? You gonna get a uh, yeah, 360? I'm, no, I'm gonna get a BBL. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <Not> a BBL. <laughs> no, I'll fuck with y'all. I'll fuck with y'all. But no, I'm yeah. just. I, I looked at myself and I'm just like you know. So I, you want to like work out and like. Be I just want. Your... I just want to feel like the old me again. Mm. You know, I feel old sometimes. I feel sluggish, sluggish tired. Yeah. Um, I want to yeah. get on a bike and just ride down the boardwalk. The gym does that. No, yeah. I don't do the gym. Okay, gym well not the gym. <laughs> so, but yeah, being outside and doing activities, mm-hmm. and when it gets warmer, yep. you do have that that luxury yeah, to be and then outside. With my son playing basketball, I just I just want to make sure I'm out there with him, mm-hmm. um, just constantly, just helping him grow, helping him mature in that capacity. Um, plus, he's trying to you know trying to get somewhere. So, shout out to Jaden. Shout um, out to playing basketball. Period. I would say for me, these next few weeks, I'm actually doing like a staycation in the Poconos. So I'm excited to do that. My coworker, my real life coworker, Mike, <laughs> he does something. I think he watches the podcast. I don't know. He'd be trying to play. Make with sure me. you subscribe, Mike. But um, he probably got a finsta. But he's getting. He got married already, so he's mm-hmm. having like a reception because mm-hmm. his family's from the Poconos. So he invited me, and I appreciate that. And we're gonna like have a good time and be outside. So I'm excited. And if any of y'all want to be outside with us, at least in this. Wonderful seat over here. Make sure you hit up our Gmail at WOAWpod at gmail.com. Um, we also have what voice voice notes. Voice, voice notes. Yeah. yeah. You could leave a, a voice message. Yeah. So so we can hear y'all beautiful voices. Yeah. Not like that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, on that note, guys, we outside. We, we outside. outside. That's the second we week outside. in a row with a thumbs up. We, we outside. T- we outside. <laughs> oh, she got a thing. We outside.